Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. <laughs> that adjusts our levels a little bit. So it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Should have met you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> the turtle shell, I think, is where consistency goes to die. But, you know, we work with what we can get. Um, but we're back. We wanted to get together this week to discuss, that's better, to discuss, um, trailers, movie trailers. There's been a ton of movie trailers for some reason just got dumped this week. It's an old school real movies podcast. That's right. Um, so I don't know if how many of our listeners follow me on Twitter, but I've been retweeting pretty much all week, uh, as many of the new trailers as I could find. So I'm pretty much just going to run down. Where would one find your Twitter? Oh, oh, where could one find my Twitter? How how nice of you to ask. I am at the real Benny C. You can find me on that handle on Twitter and on Instagram. Cool. Uh, remember, the real has two E's. It's true. Dan, you're following me, right? Zero A's. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Long time follower, first time tweet retweeter. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Dan and I are going to talk through, uh, some thoughts on these trailers that have been out this week and there have just been, it's been ridiculous. Bananas. And it's, and this is, we're recording this on a Thursday. The week's not over. We still have Halloween coming tomorrow, Friday, you know, Friday, the day after this recording. Um, so by the time people hear this, the Halloween trailer will be out and, um, I will be sharing some kind of thoughts on that because I am, Uber stoked at this point for Halloween. I was a little sour on it at first, but um, I am so looking forward to it. And that's one thing because they've been Blumhouse has kind of been dropping hints like every day this week, leading up to the release of that trailer. Um, so I guess we can talk about that a little bit first. Yes. Um, now for those in the dark, it's a reboot continuation of the original series. Yes. So it's well. They're scrapping the entire franchise except for how the original Halloween. So this is a direct sequel to Halloween 1978. Okay. Um, Rob Zombie never existed. Rob Zombie never existed. All the stuff that happened with the Cult of Thorn and yeah. H2O and all that <laughs> stuff so never happened. They should have. They're like, all right, doing something a little different. Because that's like the new thing is scrap the sequels and yeah. make a new sequel. Yeah. They should have been like, all right, Halloween the original still exists. Right. H2O still exists. Everything else, gone. <laughs> uh, H2O was pretty fun, and Jamie Lee's pretty badass in that movie. Freddy vs. Jason exists in this world. <laughs> well, I, I saw somewhere that um, they were like, does this trailer, they were asking like the producer, Jason Blom, on Twitter, was like, Jason, does this teaser have, uh, at the end, Pamela Voorhees asking Michael to join the slasher initiative? <laughs> yes. would be pretty sweet. Um Obviously, it will not happen, but <laughs> horror fans can dream. Um, so they've been dropping kind of, you know, small teasers and hints on their, you know, the movie's official Instagram and Twitter accounts. They've been exciting. Um, yeah. So the first one that I saw, like they, they were, I think maybe Sunday or Monday, they were releasing like, uh, still images from the movie. I think there were two that were kind of the very first look of how Mike, the very first look at how Michael is actually going to appear in this one. Um, and a lot of people were kind of, you know, either worried or, you know, sort of skeptical about 
um, the design that they were going to go with for Michael Myers on this one. Um, everybody seems to be pretty satisfied with how he turned out look-wise in this. Agreed. Um, it looks like, I mean, it pretty much looks like the original mask aged 40 years. Yeah. Which is what I'm pretty sure this movie's going for. Because I think what this movie is, is, you know, he attacked Laurie Strode Halloween night 1978. And for the past 40 years, she's been preparing for him to come back in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the still images that are out there now, and they're definitely on my on my Twitter if you want to take a look. Um, there's one that's kind of more of a close-up side, like medium shot of Michael kind of looking down. There's another one of him pretty much full body inside of a closet looking pretty ominous. I do like the concept of... Uh taking costumes and just aging them at an appropriate time. Yeah. That seems to definitely like, cause like if you, if you Google pictures of the Halloween, how that, how the original William Shatner mask appears now, I mean, it's more or less. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Are they using the actual mask? They're not. No, they're not (laughs) using the actual mask. I think they took what they could from the original mask and probably bits and pieces of the Rob zombie mask. Cause I think a lot of people actually kind of liked the way yeah. that the mask looked in the Rob Zombie films. Um, so it looks like a marriage of the, forever. It kind of, the design of this mask looks like the best of both the original William Shatner mask and the Rob, the, like the yeah. first Rob, Rob Zombie Halloween mask. So, um, it's pretty great. Um, and then they got Nick Castle back to play the shape, as he's called, um, in like official casting. And Nick Castle was the guy that originally played Michael Myers way back in the day. So that's pretty. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, you met him, didn't you? No, I met Jason. I met Dick Warlock, who played who no who who was a stunt a stunt man who played him in some of the sequels. Ah, um, played him in for most of Halloween too, for sure. I think. Um, and I met the guy. So so the original Halloween is confusing because Nick Castle plays him like whenever he's got the mask on, but yeah. there's an a- another actor named. Tony Moran, who played him in the scene where Lori accidentally pulls his mask off at one point. Yeah. And the guy's got, you, you see Michael's face for like two seconds and he's got that shocked look. So that guy, I got, I got to meet that guy too, Tony Moran. It's um, like one of the greatest scenes in a horror movie. Yeah. Cause like you're expecting like this horrific Darth Vader looking kind of guy. Yeah. He's, he's a little pretty boy. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And that's what, that's one thing that I remember watching a, uh, um, I watched the original Halloween with the, blu-ray commentary that carpenter and jamie lee curtis did and that was one of the things that carpenter said he was proud of with that scene was i mean he looks like just the guy he but he but he doesn't say anything he doesn't you know all he does is he looks stunned for a second and then he puts his mask back on and keeps doing what he you know killing um and so that's just that is just really (laughs) that's terrifying yeah, just to see to to see him as the act the real guy that he is, and then for him to just continue being you know the unstoppable killing machine um, is is ridiculous. So, um, so th- we had those images, and I think one of the other little um, stills was it looked like Michael's hand busting through a door window to kind of grab at Jamie Lee or something. Nice. Um, and then after that, they were starting to put together like these short, like five second, like audio teasers. Um, so that would be like pretty much just sort of this CGI look at, you know, the mask kind of, 
yeah. like swirling around the mask, but it would be like in audio clips from the movie or presumably from whatever the trailer's going to show. I saw the one where it was just like a five second video. It was like Woods, and you just heard Jamie Lee Curtis say, like, I've been preparing for the day you'd come back. And then there's a gunshot. Yeah. So that was, that's the next one. That's the one I saw today was, um, and then there was that one. And then I actually saw a longer version of that somewhere. Um, nice. it was like, 20 seconds or 30 seconds and it was in it it set the scene of you know it, uh, what appears to now be Lori Strode's house yeah and the fact that she's she's essentially set up like um Sydney Car- Sydney and uh Scream 3 right right um no it's well at her outside her house she's essentially got like not really an obstacle course but she's got like a shooting range essentially and she's got yeah. like these these things set up for her to practice for when Michael comes back. And that's what you're talking about. That it pretty much ends with her saying, you know, I've been waiting for the moment that he would come back. Yeah. And then it, you know, and then she shoots and then it says Halloween trailer Friday. Um, so we're stoked and, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll be back with, um, <clears throat> some, some thoughts, um, on how that one turns out. But, uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, I believe it, I think, I think it comes out mid October. I think it's right like a week or two before Halloween. Yeah, it is strange because the uh, Bloomhouse deal that it's part of with the other three films, two are already out, which the, is... The Regal deal? Yeah, Truth and Dare and Breaking In. Yeah. Um, Purge. Yeah, Purge comes out, I think, 4th July 4th, yeah. yeah. And then you not till October. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean... Uh, but that's a good deal. I, I, that's the first. I mean, I hated Truth or Dare with a passion. It was awful. I uh, um, bought a ticket, did not see it. Yeah. And then I saw Breaking In, which was not Blumhouse, um, but it was a universal like thriller movie. It was okay. It was. Um, it had Gabrielle Union, and it was you know these guys uh, break into her. Well, she goes she goes to her dad's house because her dad was killed. And, um, so she takes her kids to go kind of sort out his estate and, um, you know, it's this big like country house. Yep. And so they're out there and then, you know, they end up, um, sort of in this home invasion situation by these guys that get, you know, some sort of, they hear that the dad had like a small fortune stashed away inside the house in cash. And so they, they've come to rob the house. Um, so it's Gabriel Union versus this, you know, trying to get her kids safe and, um. What movie am I thinking of? From these guys. Maybe Cry Wolf, but that takes place on a college campus. Yeah. So it's not that, but it's, the family's going to like their vacation house and the one's bringing the girlfriend for the first time. Um, and then people in masks start trying to kill people and it turns out it's one of the family members. Oh, you're next. Yeah. That's a great movie. The house that Break It In takes place and reminded me a lot of that house. Yeah. I'm curious if it's the same. I don't think it is. I think the one in Breaking In is um more modern than that one. That one had a lot of like old timey characters who it looked like it I was guess that's true, yeah. Um the one in Breaking In is definitely more like high tech. Um So yeah, and then we've got Purge to look forward to later this summer and then Halloween in October and then we'll get our digital copies sometime after that. Yep. I think uh, I saw that Truth or Dare is supposed to be out. I know they said they're not delivering them until after Halloween's released but I'm pretty sure Truth or Dare comes out like a couple weeks. A couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. 
um, on DVD. So, <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, Breaking End's already out of. I mean, it might have one or two. I think it's got a couple showings left, but I haven't seen a Blu-ray. Or yeah, I had to go up. Yet. Well, didn't have to. I'm working up in Loveland now, but yeah. uh, I had to see it up there because mm-hmm. it was already out of Wilder. Yeah. Um. So with that, we'll I guess we can move on to some of these other trailers that are actually out. Yes. Um. We'll start maybe with a couple more obscure ones that people may have missed. Um. First one is for a movie called Widows. Yes. Uh, from the director Steve McQueen, who did uh, Twelve Years a Slave, and the writer of the screenplay is Gillian Flynn, who wrote the book uh, Gone Girl. People should be familiar with. Interesting. Um, so Widows apparently um, did a little digging on that one, and it's uh, I guess it's based on some sort of short-lived but very popular BBC drama huh. series, um, and or it's inspired by that anyway. And um, so the story is that. There are these, you know, four, I guess four or five women, um, whose husbands are all part of, you know, like the same gang, essentially. Yeah. Um, well, gang and this, like Liam Neeson is like plays Viola Davis's husband. So they're, so they're like sort of in like an Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven kind of group together. Yes. Um, so from the trailer, we kind of discern that they all get caught and or die. Uh, like stemming from this job that goes bad, I guess. I would assume die. Yeah, since the movie's called Widows, I guess that would make sense. Um, so the, uh, the rest of the movie is about how the women sort of cope with that. And based on the trailer, it would seem that they're coping poorly (laughs) because it turns into a super intense and violent, like, revenge thriller. (laughs) After that, it seems like they're trying to, um, they're going to band together to, sort of go after whoever got see is that what you got that's kind of what i got out of it that's what initially that's what i got i thought it was gonna be like first five minutes we build up this relationship that we care about and the next 10 the guys all die yeah by like looked like it was gonna be like the same serial killer or something like just killed five random people Mm. and then the women meet in a uh like loss group, yeah, support group, and then then they band together to get revenge. Comes a like high intense killer mm. movie, but it seemed to me like they're like, oh, our husbands were going to do this job. We already have all the plans. Oh Let's right, do no, the job I, for, I completely forgot about that. that. I completely forgot about that. Like the longer the trailer went, the less I wanted to see the movie. <laughs> Well, it just it just kept going in places that I didn't necessarily expect it to go. Yeah, like I thought it was going to be like, like I don't I don't know. It, it seemed like it was going to be more of a kind of melodrama to me, at least based on you kind of the, how it looks. But then I'm watching this trailer. I'm like, this is like the Equalizer. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it starts the- really solemn and then it turns into like this badass, crazy, bloody like <laughs> action thing. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be like. I don't know, I was confused, because, like, part of the trailer made it seem like they were going to do the heist that their husbands planned. That might be what it turns into. But then into. it also I, seemed like their husbands got the heist finished, and now other people knew they did it, so they I wanted think, the money. I think that's what it was. I think that, I think what happened is they pulled it off, but they got caught at some point by the guys they were robbing from or whatever, yeah. they, and they got killed. And now they're like, well, we got to go finish. Like, we got to go get it. Yeah. Whatever. It's strange. So it seems kind of weird. But, I mean, Steve McQueen is a great filmmaker. Um, so I've heard. Yeah. 
So I'm not. I'd like to give this one the benefit of the doubt, but it just it just looks off offbeat for the type of movie you think it's going to be. So I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot. It's November 16th. It says it's coming out. So who knows? It looks like we got Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki. Uh, I don't I don't I don't recognize the actress who plays the fourth woman. Um, and then from the trailer, it looked like some of the guys in it were Liam Neeson. John Hamm. Uh, John Hamm. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya plays, I think, somebody that they run into. I don't think he's one of their husbands, but somebody else maybe. Um, I feel like I saw so. um, the guy who played Bats in Baby Driver. John Bernthal. Yeah, he definitely was in there. Um, so, yeah, that's Widows, November 16th. Keep an eye out. Um, next one is, in a semi-similar vein, we have White Boy Rick, <laughs> uh, which is... Apparently inspired by the true story of this kid. I never uh, heard in the seventies. Yeah, I never heard of it either. But it, it's based on the, this. This there was a kid, and I guess in the, it looks like in the seventies in Detroit. I think was the setting that they gave in the trailer. Pretty sure. Um, white kid from like I don't know if he's from the suburbs of the inner city, but or whatever. But he um, becomes like it was like lower class suburbs. But he becomes like the this like the biggest drug kingpin and. Detroit, <laughs> if not, you know, a larger yeah. territory. Um, so it just, <laughs> it looked like American Gangster if Denzel Washington was like oh, a 16-year-old white kid <laughs> in the 70s. Yeah. Um, I just love like at the end of the trailer where it was like, kid, drug dealer, kingpin, yeah, yeah. legend. <laughs> All before 16 or whatever yeah. it says. Um, but <laughs> um, Matthew McConaughey plays his... I don't know who the kid playing him is, but um, Matthew McConaughey is the father um, of this boy, and presumably that's where he kind of picks up some of the uh, the, the the dope hustle, as they say. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. It just looks like a crazy, <laughs> uh, kind of a crazy story. So um, I don't know. It looks kind of fun in the sense that it just looks so ridiculous that you almost can't miss it so um yeah kid must be a no name yeah he's got to be he's got to be he's got to be new it's like how google does that thing where you can like see the cash just from searching it he's not uh-huh. even listed there yeah it's not even listed on ID, imdb um but there i don't think there's an official release date for that it's coming out sometime this fall but it looks like they um the trailer and all of their you know whatever they've released so far for it pretty much just say com- coming in coming to theaters this fall um, so that's white boy, Rick, if that sounds sort of interesting to you as it does to us, um, check that one out. Um, sort of the, la- I guess, you know, semi last of the obscure, more obscure ones. We have, uh, the old man and the gun got its first trailer. Um, and I remember hearing about the old man and the gun when it was filming in Cincinnati. I think they filmed pretty much the entire movie here. Yeah. Um, and that one stars Robert Redford and Sissy Spacek and, uh, Casey Affleck, I believe. Um, written and directed by David Lowry, who brought us um, a ghost story and Pete's Dragon a couple years ago. Um, and this one kind of looks like Robert Redford playing uh, an aging bank robber. Um, and then it's sort of like a, you know, he kind of pulls Sissy Spacek in with him and they sort of form this unlikely relationship. And then Casey Affleck plays uh, one of the cops or agents that's on his tail. 
Um, and another one that looks like a seventies period piece. Um, and again, with David Lowry, you know, uh, there's a lot of talent in front of the camera, but David Lowry behind the camera typically bodes well. Um, and with it being shot where we're from, I am very, very excited for this one. So that's uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, keep on the lookout for the old man and the gun. I'm, I think uh, October maybe is what I saw. I could be wrong. Sometime this fall. Did you watch that one, Dan? Uh, I missed that one. Was, that didn't. And yeah, um, uh, there was there's too <laughs> there's too much this week. Um, we'll kind of ease our way into the more mainstream stuff that we got this week here. Um, next one we'll talk about is um, Suspiria. Can we do that one? Yeah, there's another movie being filmed in Cincinnati right now called Chance. We should be getting. Speaking of stuff being made in Cincinnati, we should be getting something for uh, that movie with Zac Efron pretty soon true the uh ted bundy movie mm-hmm. i wonder if they're going to change the title of that because the title they had is awful i mean it's literally called like extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile i think is what it's going by right now but they've got to that's just not it doesn't roll off the tongue very well shocking and vile. what's this one you're talking about now chance it's called chance um it's based on a true story starring one of the stranger things kids Really? Um, an anxious country boy named Chance finds happiness on the baseball diamond, but not even his devoted coach can protect him from the pressures that take his life. Uh-oh. What's the, which Stranger Things kid is it? Uh, oh, my mistake. Matthew Moden is playing the coach. He yeah, is... he's a private joker, I think, from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And oh, and he's the... The, the scientist. The scientist from Stranger yeah. Things. They're in the, from the first season. Um, so, that's ex- so, that's exciting, at least. Chance's role will be played by three different actors. Oh, gotcha. Assume he'll, they'll age him, probably. But yeah, that just filmed, <clears throat> started filming this week. Cool. Uh, the story explodes the emotional impact of texting first love on teenagers with a look inside their actual communications taken from police statements, texts, and interviews. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez, Interesting. So this must be fairly recent that this took place. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know where Hammersville is. I think it's north. Or... Yeah, I guess. Kid took his life. Interesting. Well, it's only going to get, on that note, it's only going to get more dour before it gets better. We'll bring it up after that. Uh, Suspiria yeah. got a trailer. So I watched that trailer, and uh seemed to me like they are playing pretty heavy on you knowing what the original movie was. Well, kind of. It also looks extremely different. It's not. It doesn't appear quite as over-the-top stylized as yeah. the original one did. Have you seen the original? I have not. I'm you not familiar with it, though. Uh, well, I would recommend it. It's very, it's a, it's a, it's a classic and deservedly so. Um, but this is directed by Luca Guadagnino, who did Call Me By Your Name, uh, that everybody seemed to love last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Suspiria, I mean, the story of Suspiria is that there's this American, uh, I guess she's in her late teens and she's, um, coming to Germany to kind of work and study at this ballet institute this like famous ballet institute um 
but she comes to find that essentially the ballet institute is a coven of witches um and so that's and you know murder and mayhem ensue obviously um so with this trailer i mean we get a lot more like it looks way more muted in terms of its visual style than the original suspiria does and that's what i mean when i say it doesn't look as stylized um this one looks like it's got a lot of um potentially like there's a lot of really subjective like horror images in it which i think is pretty cool like there's a lot of like there were a lot of like shots in this trailer that kind of looked free pretty freaky yeah um kind of reminded me of the american horror story trailers that one year where they put out like 37 trailers and only like four of them were real yeah and then the one ended up being roanoke or whatever right yeah um yeah so this one's got dakota johnson and tilda swinton um and presumably it's going to be off the chain uh i mean this looks like it could be the mother of this year like darren aronofsky's mother of this year um so hopefully, hopefully it's not quite that polarizing, even though we loved Mother. Um, and I mean, I would love Suspiria if it were half as good as Mother. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm obviously going to see it on name alone and it's been hyped up and talked about for a long time. Um, what? Since, well, my baby, like I could literally get a call at any second for delivery at this point. Mm. Um, I should probably watch Mother again before that happens. You probably should. I would recommend that. Um, which reminds me, we need to do, we still need to do our commentary show on that. Oh, yeah. Which apparently I think you can't get in trouble for, cause, cause, uh, Kevin Smith was talking about it with Joe Rogan for, like, some movie, and they were like, yeah, you can't get in trouble, or, or, like, they were talking about something, they're like, you can't get in trouble if you, if you're Um, providing commentary. I know Kevin Smith did it with somebody who's involved with, like, the original Clue Mm -hmm. movie. The two of them did the commentary. And it's just like at the very, like they do an intro and then they're like, all right, we are at exactly three seconds. Yeah. So if you go there, we'll count down real slow, push play when we say play, and then we should be pretty well in sync. Yeah. And then you just listen to your podcast. Nice. So it can be done. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out. The difficulties is uh, not getting the audio from the movie in your commentary. Yeah. So we'll probably have to Yeah, I got we'll, it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um so that's Suspiria. Um Again, I think, you know, I was listening to another podcast today and they were talking about, you know, they were like we like Suspiria but we don't hold it necessarily in the regard that a lot of people do. It's like I've never really heard somebody try to sell me on Suspiria and you know, people kind of always say the same thing about like the music and um, like the colors. And then, I mean, it's got some pretty gnarly kills in it. So I would presume that we're going to, and, and even based on the trailer, like I could kind of tell that we we're in store for some more gnarly, uh, gnarly stuff. And the music in this one is done by Tom York of Radiohead. So gnarly, <clears throat> we've got that to look forward to. Um, November 2nd is the given release date for Suspiria. Um, so moving on into more of the mainstream space, we got one for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Or I guess as it's sort of awkwardly titled, Ralph Breaks the Internet, colon, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph 2. The trailer I watched was weird. It was like a normal trailer. 
Then maybe somebody just smashed two trailers together. Mm. It did seem pretty long. Yeah. But it was like the trailer happened. And I was like, it's pretty good. Yeah. And then like it went to this part where they were talking to somebody and he was like, shouldn't it be wreck, wreck, Ralph wrecks the internet? Yeah. Like break the internet's kind of a thing. Yeah, that yeah, was the, but <laughs> yeah, that was the end of this one. Um, okay. That so just came out. Somebody smashed two trailers together because then it started over. And oh, really? Show me like the same thing, but different, you know, uh-huh. like they do sometimes. They might have, it might have been like, cause I think this is actually the second. Yeah. Like s- sort of thing that came out. I think the first one that came out a couple months ago was a teaser. And then this is, this says the official trailer or yeah. the new trailer. Um, the ones with the princess is the newest. So it looks like this one's got way more of like a sort of broad, like ready player one kind of like mishmash fan appeal. Because yeah. there's a, there are way more like references and Easter eggs in this one. I mean, there were a lot in the first record, Ralph, but even in this trailer, it's just like, cra- like the internet setting when it's like, we're going to the internet yeah. and they bust into the internet. Literally everything is a real internet thing that you'll recognize. Like yeah. they've got style, they've got goofy stuff that, that there's a Snapchat, there's Facebook, there's Google, there's Yahoo, like all of them, like logos and everything. And they've all got some sort of like lived in quality to them. In some yeah. sort of visual, physical manifestation. It's kind of interesting. Based on this trailer, um, I can say, if you liked the Emoji movie, you'll like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you like the Emoji movie, you probably like every movie you've Not ever seen. Not to say if you didn't like the Emoji <laughs> Right. Um, but, uh, and the scene that kicked it for me in this Wreck-It Ralph trailer was definitely the one with all of the Disney princesses yeah. at the end. Um, and that was, I, I mean, I don't know. It seemed kind of... It was hilarious because it was how meta it was. And I think they got whoever they could of like the original voice actresses. Probably. I'm pretty sure they got. Because I remember looking at the cast list for this and seeing like Kristen Bell as Anna, Adina Menzel as, you know, Elsa. And then like the original, like. I'm going to say the modern ones would be super easy. Well, they, well, they even got, they even got like, you know, Mulan, like the original Mulan and like the, like the original Belle and like Ariel and stuff. I'm pretty sure they're all voicing the princesses in this. Um, I totally am ruining this trailer for everybody, but, um, you should have watched it. Yeah. I mean, that would have been honestly a cool thing to kind of say for the movie. Be like, whoa, they're in like their own Disney, like, like yeah. they're, it's them, well, right? Yeah, the Disney but, world alone has like some awesome fanfare. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Cause it's a Disney property. Wrecked Ralph. Yeah. Um, and they do make a lot of fun of themselves. They re- like, even in this trailer, they do like, it's like. It's actual, like, it's recognizable. There's a lot of recognizable Disney characters that are, like, in this trailer. And then, like, yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't, like, like stylize or do anything. It's, it is the characters. It's, it is, yeah. it says Disney, like, you know, it's, it's weird and it's fun. I don't know. It could be good. I like the first record, Ralph, a lot. Yeah. Um, it's fun little movies. But this is definitely, like, Disney's version of Ready Player One, for sure. Like if the first one wasn't already, yeah. Um, like this one just looks like it's got way more. Like the licensing on for this one has to have been ridiculous. It's um, definitely. Uh, how many <clears throat> Funko Pops can we make? Oh God. Uh, it's got eight already. Well, they're not going to do. They're not going to make anything of characters they already have. <laughs> like I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do the main characters of Wreck It Ralph, but they're not going to do like. I don't know. Like. Man. Tangled Wreck-It Ralph. They did Iron Giant for Ready Player One. Did they? Really? Yeah, it was just a re-release of the original Iron Giant pop, mm. but in a Ready Player One box. Yeah, well. But yeah, 
Uh, yeah, there's eight confirmed. They haven't no names to them. Just really, like Wreck-It Ralph one through eight. Oh and wow, then two chases in that lot. Um. Well, moving on, uh, we've got the Lego Movie two. The yes. Lego Movie two, the what? second part. I think it's officially Google called. It. Yeah. Second part. Um. I don't, I, I don't know. This one's going to take a little more to sell me, I think. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't understand who the bad guy is supposed to be. Yeah. It didn't really even seem that bad. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. I liked the first Lego movie. Um, Lego Batman was all right. I need to give that one another shot. And then Lego Ninja Go was just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one. And then, I, I don't know. This trailer, I was kind of like, well, I mean... I feel like I could just watch the Lego movie. Um, it just didn't, I, there was nothing that sold me in this, like I, it was a movie I needed to go see. Um, so, who knows? Um, they, they kind of open with like a sort of interesting, like Mad, Ma- Mad Max, like setting with Wild Style. Kind of like allegedly the, the, the yeah. Duplo, the Duplo f- characters that show up at the end of the Lego movie actually did lay waste to everything. <laughs> um, which is pretty great. Um, and then there's like a new villain that shows up, takes somebody away, and I guess the whole movie is about them going like, to get somebody back. It's like, like a yeah, like rescue I, mission. I feel like cause Lego has those new weird Legos now mm. that um, they're more like mo- like they still look like Legos, Legos, but they're more rounded and they're almost more like model kits than anything. Oh yeah, nobody wants that. And I feel like they're like those are going to be the bad guys. Could be. Like these weird. They need to fight the Bionicles. In they this. need to buy the rights to Mega Blocks and make them <laughs> the bad guys. Do a crossover, the crossover movie. event of the season. <laughs> the Mega Blocks movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, not much to say on that one. It just, you know, there, there will certainly be more. I think this was the first. We got a lot of like, you know, first posters and stuff this week too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to learn, you know, to figure out more i guess what this villain the the threat that this villain's going to pose um kind of the other uh, i don't know i don't think uh lord and miller are directing this one i think they're involved in some way i don't remember if they're writing or just producing so i it just I, it just looked to me like it's already not going to be as fun as the first one yeah so um i don't know hopefully our attitude turns around on the lego movie too but uh moving on we've got um the mortal engines or I guess just mortal engines which is I think a Peter Jackson I don't know if it's based on a book it made it seem the trailer sells it like it's a Peter Jackson brainchild yeah um it's not directed by him but he uh was heavily involved with the story and essentially what this is it looks like if you ever saw the uh Howl's Moving Castle Miyazaki movie yes um that's what I thought this was. Like when I saw the very first trailer, like sometime last year, I thought this was a live action house moving castle. <laughs> um, so if you're at all familiar with that, you've got, I mean, literally this is cities built up on massive rolling vehicles. So it's like they can literally drive the city of London like a car. Um, and everything's kind of rolled and stacked on top of itself. And it's, uh, there are these really, really big, uh, you know, giant like bulldozing vehicles that are that are city sized, and so um, they've got those, and like they swallow up like smaller like you know 
homeless encampments and like the play, like that's essentially what they are. Right. It's, and I, I think the, the allegory of that's probably not going to be lost on anyone. It's like, you know, the separatists and like the people that are, you know, would quote unquote be the outcasts of society all end up being swallowed and eaten whole by, you know, uh, the larger, uh, populations and cities. Um, and so I don't know. I'm, uh, this just looks totally off, you know, totally unique and totally crazy and, um, hyper stylized for sure. Just crazy visuals. The visual effects actually look incredible in this, I think. Um, the character design looks really neat. I think there's a lot of, um, potential for, uh, visual effects and costume and makeup honors at some point with the awards this year. Um, who knows this, this is one that, you know, you might not normally, you know, put on your radar, but it just looks, it just looks interesting and different. I think looks like an award grabber to me. You think? Well, uh, hopefully it is Peter Jackson. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Um, the man lives and breathes Oscars. Does he? He made the Hobbit movies though. <laughs> well, uh, in his mind, they all won. That's true. He's like, you go to dinner with the guy. He's like. Remember how The Hobbit won the entire year for the Oscars? That was great. I didn't even uh, have a single woman in the movie, and I still got Best Actress. God. Like, uh, Peter? Yeah. I think you missed something. <laughs> um, well, that's the attitude you might expect a guy like Michael Bay to have, who is not involved, apparently, with the Bumblebee movie, which is coming out this Christmas. So, is this before any of the movies, or... it? Because mm. there's one part in the trailer where it says, Every Journey Has a Beginning. And I'm like, so, is that just like the, like... I mean, I would presume it's a prequel, yes. Like, that made me think it's a prequel to everything. Because he because the way that Bumblebee looks in this trailer is, he's actually, he looks smaller than he is, than he appears in, like, the other Transformers movies. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't have, you know, the voice, he apparently, like, develops or finds a way to speak, I guess, eventually, that's, in some of these point, later movies. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't have that, um, and he looks a lot smaller. So I don't know if that means he's, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just a different look and appeal for Bumblebee. He he's clearly not like the brave, um, you know, fighter at the start that you that we know him to be from the Transformers movies, from the Michael yeah. Bay Transformers movies. Um, so with this, it's more of like you know. Haley Steinfeld is just this teenage girl and she, you know, gets a car and of course it turns out to be Bumblebee. Um, and through that, you know, they develop some sort of, you know, human robot relationship. And then every adventure, uh, it looks like stuff goes sideways from there. There's a love story. Well, it, a lot of people were saying it looks actually really a lot of people are super impressed with it. There are a lot of people drawing comparisons to the Iron Giant with the way that it looks. Um, yeah, that or um, Shape of Water. <laughs> I think I did actually see the Shape of Oil, Motor Oil, I think was a <laughs> tweet that I saw. Um, so uh, I think there's going to be, I mean, the trailer does promise some action. It looks like there's, you know, a group of government agents led by John Cena. John Cena. I'd, that's gonna come after I didn't him. See him in the trailer you didn't see Boom. him he's in there <laughs> um and then yeah there's at least one bad robot and then there's at least yeah there's at least one decepticon for sure 
Yeah, I think mm. if I can separate this from the Transformers world, I could enjoy it. Yeah. If I look at it as... This one definitely looks like it's got way. more emotion to it than any of the other Transformers yeah. movies. So... Um, I didn't see one logo in the entire trailer, so that's a good sign. Any of the tra- like the like the Autobot no, logo like, or anything? No, like paid advertisement. Like in the original Transformers. That's, that's, that's a very, that's a valid point. Um, I'll take that. I, I, there's, you know that there's gonna be product placement in it somewhere at some point, oh, yeah. but, cause it's just that kind of movie, but, um, yeah, I think a lot of initial promise being shown for the Bumblebee movie. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it holds up. Uh, moving on, we have, what else do we have? Only a couple more. Spider-Man? This is probably the highlight of the week for me. Yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, the animated Spider-Man movie coming to theaters around the same time that Bumblebee's out for Christmas. Yeah, it's interesting style. Like in the trailer, in the trailer at least, like looks like the main part of the movie is going to be a Pixar DreamWorks kind of kind of yeah. deal. Um, but every now and then they break into like traditional comic looking. Yeah, like that cell, that cell. Um, yes, yeah, cell shading. Cell shading. Uh, especially like the action, like the like my favorite shot, and like I've I've used this gif before just because it's like my favorite gif out there and it's the shot of him like running through traffic and leaping over the oh yeah leaping across like the taxi cabs and like you know it's like whoosh and like when he makes contact with like the vehicles as he's moving it turns into like a quick like comic book panel yeah like for a frame when like rewatching it's like whenever who i presume is gonna be peter parker shows up it starts to look more like the video games too hmm yeah, he um, I, this just the art style and this all around, like we're saying, looks incredible. Um, the only thing I can't get over is uh, Jack Johnson's voice. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson yeah. as Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, because I watched New Girl. Yeah. So I'm just picturing Nick Miller as Peter as oh, uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Um. So, I, it got a little more jokey than I was kind of hoping and like as it sort of went on like peter parker yeah. seems more like a man child and a lot of this would seem kind yeah, of weird he looks very old um yeah they're definitely going with a super old peter parker in this um Which, i guess we should, like 30s not yeah not like old, not like old man spider-man but like yeah definitely in his 30s um and then you know miles morales is presumably our main protagonist and yeah you know, into the Spider Verse, it seems like what this is going to be is him, you know, figuring out that obviously he's not the only Spider Man because he meets Peter Parker, and yeah. then um, Peter Parker kind of teaches him that well, there are other, you know, Spider People, <laughs> Spider Men across yeah. different dimensions that are different from where you are. I'm curious how many are going to show up. Yeah, I mean, the trailer alone, you get um, Miles, who is. Um, the, what they call the ultimate universe, right. Spider-Man. Yeah. And then you get Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Which, I don't know. If, I've never read Spider-Gwen comics, so I don't know if that's what she goes by. Because I'm like, yeah, it's Gwen Stacy. She calls herself Gwen Stacy. So uh, is, we don't uh, know if we call her, if she'll true. go by Gwen, if she'll be squi- yeah. Spider-Gwen. I, in the see, movie. I don't know. I know she's in a band called the Mary Janes. And I think Mary Jane's like the lead singer of it and she's the drummer. Wow. Um, but yeah, I don't know if she goes by Spider Gwen because that'd be like Peter Parker going by Spider Peter. Yeah. So I don't it's know just if that's just like sounding. what we call it. Cause yeah. Marvel did this really stupid thing. Um, where they've got like Spider Gwen, Gwenpool. 
Yeah, I've seen Gwenpool. Um, that's one. That there's one weird. other one that yeah, it's basically Gwen Stacy's like all these different universes becomes different heroes. I yeah. hate it. <laughs> um. But I don't hate Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This looks no, like the first trailer, like, I almost wish they would have just released that trailer or, like, another version of that first trailer. Because, like, it's kind of solemn. It, there's not really much dialogue in it at all. Yeah. It's just a, a heavy focus on, like, the art style and the design and, you know, the lighting and color palette and stuff. And it looks just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I am... This is definitely my my most anticipated superhero movie of this year. Uh is this animated Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So um definitely keep that one out uh on your calendar for around Christmas time. Um last couple of ones here uh in, in terms of trailers there's a couple of other little newsy things I wanted to mention. But um we got one for A Star is Born which uh is Directed by Bradley Cooper, directed and starring Bradley Cooper, also co-starring Lady Gaga. Man can do it all. Um, this is a remake, I think. Um, and I think it was remade more than once. I don't remember who was in it originally. I, was Chris Christopherson and somebody else. No, I don't remember. Um, but like the way that this trailer goes is Bradley Cooper's looks like he's a prominent, you know, folk or country singer. And then he somehow meets Lady, um, Lady Gaga, who plays, um, just kind of like a, like a lounge act, essentially. It yeah. seemed like she's kind of, you know, the type of singer that gets paid like a weekend every other, you know, every month or something to come sing in the bar or whatever. So he finds her, I guess, performing somewhere. And, uh, he takes her under his wing because he thinks she's got tremendous talent. And, you know, the title pretty much says it all with that, I think. Wish Lady Gaga would back, go back to her given name. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, it, like, cause she looks like she used to before Lady Gaga was. Yeah, born. she's definitely, like, this is definitely Turned the most, down. like, normal she's yeah. ever looked, I think. Like, she hasn't looked this normal since she ever. was on that hidden MTV game show. <laughs> game show um, um but she's a beautiful woman like i've i've always thought saying, that like so if you're gonna go into acting like yeah drop do it without the lady gaga name no she's got to no she's got to do lady gaga nobody yeah. will know who she is um she's got she has to print it just be like the artist formerly known as lady gaga yeah make a big big announcement right um so uh, uh sean penn speaking of this movie uh sean penn who has nothing to do with this film at all but was <laughs> He was on a, he wrote a book recently and was on the podcast tour, you know, and yeah. he was talking, I heard him on two pod, two separate podcasts. I think it was WTF with Mark Marin and, uh, Happy Sad Confused. And he, in both interviews at some point, he brought up the fact that this movie is like the best movie he's seen in like 25 years or something crazy like that. Wow. He goes, Bradley Cooper is the most consummate talent we have working today. Like he was, he couldn't sing high enough praises for this film, A Star is Born. Now, granted, I don't know how sane Sean Penn is these days, <laughs> but, uh, this trailer looks pretty great. Um, yeah. so another one I'm kind of willing to give the benefit of the doubt. So, and I've actually really enjoyed Lady Gaga when she acts. Yeah. Um, so the, this looks like that she and Bradley have good chemistry and, um, the music sounds like it's going to be awesome. So hopefully, you know, things bode well for that one. I think it, and I think it's got the, 
same director of photography that did uh requiem for a dream maybe oh, wow. somebody that works with uh uh darren aronofsky a lot and there was you know there were some really great shots in the trailer so um then the i guess the last trailer we we can talk about for now is the girl in the spider's web yes so this is part of the girl with the dragon tattoo series it's like that came out eight years ago something like that yeah like crazy seven or eight years ago um so it's no longer rooney mara it's going to be claire foy as elizabeth salander um out in theaters november 9th and this looks like i guess they're continuing that that series with that was originally rooney mara and daniel craig because like the logo looks the same yeah um, I thought they were going to be going in a hard, they were going to do a hard reboot of everything, of everything, excuse me. Um, but it's directed by Fede Alvarez who did Don't Breathe, uh, which, which we loved a couple summers ago. And then, uh, the Evil Dead remake. Uh, I don't know a ton about these, uh, you know, girl in the dragon tattoo stories, but, me either. um, so I don't have a whole lot to say with this one other than I like Claire, I like Claire Foy, I like Fede Alvarez. So another one we may be willing to give the benefit of the doubt, but um, hopefully you know it turns out well and is better than uh, that movie, The Snowman. Did you see The Snowman last year? It was another kind of Nordic or Swedish thriller with no. Michael I, that was Fassbender. the one where like he cut people's heads off and or he built snowmen around the dead bodies, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, he would kill somebody and then build a snowman like next yeah. to where he killed him. I, I wanted to see that so bad, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was better than like the critics gave it credit for, but. Hulu, Still wasn't great. Hulu has this movie called The Snowman. Uh-huh. And I was like, is that it? Yeah. And like, cause the picture is, cause Hulu doesn't show you a trailer unless you ask it to, like mm. Netflix. Right, right, right. We'll just show you one. Yeah. Um, so the picture is just a snowman. Mm-hmm. And the description just says like, it gets cold, snowmen are built, the cycle continues. And I was like, that could be the horror movie. <laughs> it's literally, a stop motion, not stop motion, um, uh, where they speed up the time. Time lapse? Yeah, time lapse of a snowman melting. What? Yeah. On Hulu? Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's like just like. It's like an hour and a half of a snowman melting? I, I went down this deep, deep hole. Jeez, got man. So many things of like, there's one where Santa's stuck in a chimney and it's just all these videos that have like nice, what peaceful, delightful music to just like put on the background at Christmas parties. <laughs> it's My insane. God. Uh, so I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with that you should see the snowman and form an opinion for yourself. It's worth renting <laughs> at the very yeah. least. Um, so that's all I've got necessarily for trailers right now. Um, I mean it's a ton, obviously, but um, I I don't know. I, I that's as that's as up to date as we are as at the recording of this podcast. Like we said, Halloween will be out by the time people hear this show. Um, if not a couple others, so keep a lookout. Um, it is listed as a reboot from girl with the dragon tattoo. Really? But then the description says picking up where the 2011 film girl with the dragon tattoo ended. Interesting. Claire Foy takes the role of Elizabeth Slander from Rini Mar and tries to rescue and, and exact vengeance. Rescue and exact vengeance on who? 
That's it's for us to find out when the movie comes out. Yes. Um, so a couple of little news things that I was abreast of this week. Um, the I guess there's an animated Adams Family movie coming at some point, <laughs> and they've released the cast for this Adams Family movie. Yes. Um, so Charlize Theron is playing Morticia. Oscar Isaac is playing Gomez. Nick Kroll is Uncle Fester. Chloe Grace Moretz is Wednesday. Finn Wolfhard of Stranger Things is Pugsley. Um, Bette Midler is Grandmama, and Allison Janney is playing Margot Needler. Tell you what, Finn is blowing it up. He's, I think he's my favorite of the Stranger Things kids. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's great in it. Um, so I'm excited to see where he goes. But, um, that, along with releasing the cast list, there's also, uh, the first, like, still, like, the first image of how the characters are gonna look. Yeah. Did you see this? I did. I can't tell if it's drawn to look like Tim Burton or if it's actually gonna be stop motion. Well, this, well, actually, that's a good question. Um, I'm almost certain, I don't know who's putting it out. I think maybe Universal. Um, they should have the rights. Yeah. It's either, well, Warner Brothers did the other movies, but I don't know who, I, I don't know. We'll have to do our homework on who's, on who's distributing this, but like it, they're, they are created to look like the, somebody did a side by side look with this and like one of the original comic panels. Oh, really? They're originally a comic book from like uh, the fifties and sixties. Um, hmm. and they look, I mean, they look relatively similar to how they were represented in the original comics. Um, but I think, yeah, I can't tell if they're going to go with stop motion or if they're going to go with uh, just a like a, a Despicable Me style. Yeah. Which I'm probably, which I'm fairly certain is going to wind up being the case. Oh, yeah, that'd be my guess. Um, So, I don't know. We're getting another Adams Family at some point uh, with a pretty decent cast. So, we've got that to look forward to. Um, that's like saying we're getting another Justice League at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're, well, it's been a long time since there's been Adam's family anything. True. So, um, I'm sure fans are excited. Uh, the other thing I kept seeing was, uh, Hereditary is out this week. Um, you seem to like that. I loved it. And I saw apparently an incomplete version, which didn't, which I didn't think about until like this week. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I forgot that when he introduced this, I think he said, this is a this is an incomplete version, but I mean, pretty much this is what you'll see when it comes yeah. out and <laughs> over the summer. Um, I think he was like, I still have a couple of visual visual effects to clean up, and you know, maybe one or two shots that were incomplete, but it was more or less in its finished form. Um, so I'm extremely eager. Well, I mean, it was a great movie already. Um, so I wanted to see it again because it was great, and then I wanted to see it again because it's. Probably the scariest horror movie I've seen in a theater. <laughs> in a theater, probably ever. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, so, but the, the, this thing that I saw from mashable.com that I thought was interesting was, uh, that I guess they, they put like 20 people in a screening with Apple watches on. Yeah. And they monitored their heart rate throughout the movie and they showed a graph of like these people watching hereditary and like at one point it peaked for most people at like 160 beats per minute it's pretty good that's like going like on a light jog 
Like, <laughs> it, yeah. this, that's, so that's what the headline was. The, the hereditary heart rate challenge proves no one is ready for this movie, but it was like some of the other headlines were saying watching hereditary is like doing two hours, spending two hours at the gym. Perfect. So it's just what I need. I mean, <laughs> if you're down for that Cardio. and you, you missed a day this week, definitely don't miss hereditary. <laughs> um, but it was showing like it got like people's, there were like, it looked like there were maybe three points throughout the movie where people's heart rates spiked in a big way, but they were sustained. So it was yeah. like they would spike and then not come down like for 20 minutes of the movie. Jeez. Um, so, so that means no jump scares. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there's, yeah, there's a couple, but they're not, they're not cheap. Yeah. Like they're legitimately frightening. Um, and just, I was thinking about the ending. I was thinking about the ending of this movie today, and I was like, it, it freaked, it freaked me out just thinking about it. Um, so I'm, I, but also this is one of those movies that it's A24 and they released the, the Vavitch and, uh, I don't think they did it follows, but, um, you know, following in the tradition of horror movie, indie horror movies that have been, you know, massively hyped coming out of festivals. Yeah. Um, and then tank in theaters. And then tank in theaters because people are disappointed and, you know, they were built up a certain way and then they see it and they're like, really? This was, this was the scariest movie you yeah. saw? You saw? Um, it seems like a lot of the ones that have been labeled as that, like, are very highbrow too. Well, the thing that scares me with this one, I mean, it's a scary movie anyway, but what, and I thought this way right after I saw it at Sundance, I said, like, I was seeing, some of the hype starting to build like in January when it was out. Cause that's, that was what caused me to see it. Cause I, I it wasn't on my radar at all until I was seeing like yeah. on Twitter, they were like, Oh, have you heard about hereditary? Like uh, have you, oh, snap. they're like hereditary is that, that horror movie. Right. And I was like, Oh, hereditary horror movie. And I kept seeing hereditary horror movie and people talk about it being scary. And I was like, and, it, but it wasn't like a ton of people. It was just like the select few that had seen it like a couple nights before. And I was like, well, if it's a hereditary horror movie and it's getting this kind of talk, I should probably try to work it in. Yeah. Um, and see, having seen it, it was, um, it is as scary as any of the platitudes and hyperbole that would come out of the marketing machine would give it. This is really the only kind of, of those like quote unquote, film festival darling horror movies of the last, you know, how going back five, 10 years, um, that I think actually lives up to what people would say about it. Nice. Um, personally. Now that said, I went in with zero expectations. I had no, <laughs> I had no idea what the movie was. I had well, no I idea who was in best. it. Right. Um, so when it was over, I was like, I hope people see this movie and are, and it becomes a worldwide phenomenon like The Exorcist or like, you know, one of these, you know, a classic that everybody regards instantly yeah. and forever as a classic because it, it is that. Like it is that movie. But it scared me with saying, you know, with thinking that and then knowing that a lot of these, you know, critics, were kind of saying that too, knowing that the marketing machine is then going to take that and spin it. Yeah. And then people are going to come in with these astronomical expectations that I'm afraid are just going to be 
if six people don't die of a heart attack and they're not right. showing. That I'm thinking, I was like, well, it's obviously not going to meet whatever expectations they're going to hype for the months and months and months leading up for this. Which made me sad because I think it it is actually as good as all of this hype has been saying. Yeah. I just hope other people see that. And I'm worried they're not going to. That's that's my concern with this movie. Um, it's just, it is brutal and it is nasty and it is mean and it is just... But it's about family. And so there's some, like you... It's just as unsettling but great of a hor- like a horror movie a proper horrifying movie as any i've ever seen um and yeah. i yeah and i cannot wait to see it again and then watch it over and over and over Million and just times. mess my mind up uh tony collette like i i even remember thinking when i saw it and people are talking now but that they've done like some early press screenings and stuff potential oscar talk for tony collette for this one yeah um and she, she is phenomenal in it. Um, and then you've got, I think Gabriel Byrne plays her husband. And then you've got Alex Wolf as her son. Um, and it is, it's just going to be, it's going to be a crazy time, uh, this weekend. I'm hoping it performs well and I'm hoping people, uh, give it the chance that it deserves. Um, because it truly is that good. I think I love the Vavich. I love the Babadook. I love it follows. Babadook. All movies that got that platitude coming out were like, yeah. this is the scariest movie since The Exorcist. Hereditary, I think, is scarier than all of them. I wow. think, I think a lot of those movies have, aren't really, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain level of tension kind of permeating most of those. But Hereditary is just on another level. Um, and I, I, I hope that it holds up, not just for me, but, uh, that other people seeing it for the first time are just completely flummoxed by it. Um, so. Okay. I don't know. I think that's all I got it's for a lot, now. A lot of words. <laughs> a lot of I'm promises. Just, I get, I get, uh, I get rattled and excited when, you know. It's a lot of promises you're making us real, Ben. I know. Um, so you should go see Hereditary and then, you know, you can, you know, tweet me at the real Benny C and tell me I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, so. Ben won't personally refund your money if you hate the movie. Especially not if you movie pass it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I, somebody I know started working at a movie theater, and uh, I was like, yeah. Well, he was like, yeah, so if you go see movies there, I'll uh, probably see you. And I was like, yeah, actually, that's my preferred theater. And mm. We got movie pass, so I used to go all the time. I've been slacking since 2018. It's gone crazy. <laughs> I went from like... What I almost did four hundred, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, you were at least three fifty and yeah. seventeen. Um, I don't think I've hit forty yet. Really? This year? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not on track for like all of the. It takes me like at home. It takes me four days to watch a movie. Yeah. Because like I put stuff on like as I'm falling asleep. I'll fall asleep twenty minutes. Next night I'll watch another yeah, twenty it's, minutes. It's just but, been a uh, a TV year for me. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much all I've been, like, I will watch, I've been watching Westworld and Handmaid's Tale are my two shows right now. Now, it's summer, and I really need to get into, like, Arrested Development just came out with a new season. I need to watch the remix season four and season, this new season five. Yeah. Jessica Jones has a second season. There's, like, a lot of shows that have, you know, new seasons out that I really need to give attention to, but I'm just like. 
Yeah, when uh, I got once I think Handmaid's Tale. I think Handmaid's Tale and Westworld are getting ready to end in a couple of weeks. Um, so once those go, I'm sure I'll pick something else up. But um, yeah, like I bought Annihilation came out on Blu-ray. Uh, about yeah, I guess a week ago. Um, and I picked it up uh last Tuesday. And I got the 4K version of uh, the 4K Blu-ray is a Best Buy exclusive until like Thanksgiving. Um, so I picked up the 4K. Um, and then this week, I mean, I started watching it, I think on Sunday. I didn't finish it till last night. <laughs> like, just cause I kept, you know, I'd fall asleep. I'd keep rewinding parts. Yeah, it's tough. Cause it's the kind of movie where I want to like catch everything. So I would be like, you know, I would be sitting, you know, watching it. Like obviously, you know, everybody now, I have a horrible, Watching stuff at home has ruined me because I have I I basically throw Westworld on and then look at my phone the whole time. Yeah. Um. And then like glance up every like five minutes. Um. I need to not do that. Um. And so with Annihilation, I was kind of doing that. I caught myself doing that a little bit, and I would rewind like five minutes and like you know then watch it and then you know. That's why uh, if I really want to watch something, I watch it on my phone. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. That's probably fair. But I, I hate to do that because I got this nice TV at home yeah. and I like watching stuff on it. Um, I will say, did you see Annihilation? No. Oh, I was going to say, the scene with the bear still holds up. <laughs> as scary as Hereditary is, yeah. that scene with the bear in Annihilation is pretty great. Nice. Um, so I think that's all I've got for now with movies. Um, getting ready to start the craft crew pretty yeah. soon. My new show. New podcast. Um, I sent you two reviews. You didn't use them. Yeah. Shame on you. I'm sorry. We'll have to, it's all right. We'll have to punch them up and then get them out there. But, um, we've got our Instagram going. It's just at craft crew pod. Um, if you want to give us a follow, we're posting, I mean, a lot, uh, basically it's just been me and Rachel. Like everybody, I've given everybody access to the Instagram yeah. so that they can post on their own. Um, but we're posting like, you know, anytime we're, you know, drinking. Yeah. <laughs> if we're like out at a, brewery and then you know or somebody's got something at home that they're really enjoying um we're kind of like posting those kinds of pictures no it's been cool so far um i forget which one she had it was from west six maybe yeah the penny ryle penny ryle i've been looking everywhere for that i've yet to find it i haven't been looking hard though i'll admit but <laughs> it should, sounded good i want to yeah. try it i've seen it up here i've seen it at uh like depths and um i don't know if kroger has it or not mm-hmm. um but yeah, that one's gonna, we're recording, as of this, as of the recording of this show, I think we're going to record the first episode of that show, like, this following Wednesday. Nice. And then hopefully we'll be up, uh, by, I need to figure out, uh, like some music things and a little bit of production, True. and then hopefully I'll have that up by the end of next and week. Then, uh, um, hopefully me and Frankie will be back full force. Yeah. Soon. Frankie's gotta be done with, cause he's been, school and he's band been going, has yeah. been, has been Kind of kept him out. Yeah, he's got some crazy stuff going on right now. Um, and then I had crazy stuff going on, and then I'm about to have some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, luckily, <clears throat> me and Frankie have a new show coming that we've got like at least 13 weeks backed up. So. <laughs> that's true. I guess you do. So you're gonna release them all at once. That yeah, we're trying to figure out a day that's gonna make sense to release them. The goal was uh, April 14th, because that's the anniversary for Frankly Done. But nice. It's what. June 7th. So, <laughs> missed that by. There's always bit. next year. So, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then I I might do another show. It's like a short 15 minute 
but haven't decided yet. Gotcha. Um, well, as always, uh, remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show. True. Uh, it helps out little shows like us. Um, and then while you're at it, throw uh, the craft crew a subscription so that true. Um, yeah, first trailer's up. First, tra- first trailer is up, um, and then good. if you subscribe, you'll get the the first episode right away when it goes up uh, sometime next week or the week after. So yeah, and if uh, steal steal your spotlight for a second, you're fine. If you're listening to this and you have experience writing, I'll say in the world of like Lord of the Rings or D and D that kind of stuff, um, and want to. Get your stories out there for no financial benefit of your own and may never actually come fruition with a voice cast. Um, let me know. Um, frankly done network at gmail.com. We are looking for writers for an upcoming fantasy project radio show. You heard it here first. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Sure.